Hello to everybody, I'm Paul the Nitro Skyrus. Before we begin today's broadcast, I must acknowledge the passing of one of the true greats in professional wrestling as Antonio Inoki passed away last night at, I believe, the age was 75 years old. Uh, Antonio Inoki certainly was one of the founders of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he defeated some of the great professional wrestlers in the world in Japan, such as Andre the Giant. Hulk Hogan, uh, Jumble Saruta, uh, Big Van Vader, uh, The Big Show, Paul White, and other such stars. Inoki also fought Muhammad Ali in the famous boxer versus wrestler match in June of 1976. He is a major influence in the world of mixed martial arts <clears throat> and was a former Worldwide Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion winning the belt in June of 1979 from Bob Backlund, only to lose it five days later to Bob Backlund in Japan. Unfortunately, the World Wrestling Federation, now the WWE, never recognized that title reign until last night. So on behalf of everyone here at Saturday Evenings with the Nitro, I would like to extend this moment of silence to the memory of the legendary Antonio Inoki, who passed away last night. After this moment of silence, the show will begin. Thank you. Thank you. And now, Saturday Eatings with the Nitro will begin. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skyros here. Welcome to this edition of Saturday Eatings with the Nitro here on Anchor.fm and Spotify. <clears throat> Excuse there. We got a pretty good show today. Uh, we're going to talk about predictions for Extreme Rules, which is next Saturday night live on Peacock. They call it a premium event. I'll still call it a pay-per-view. Uh, we'll have some AEW opinion on the Jericho Appreciation Society and Soraya Plus. This Week in Wrestling History, and a parting shot on upcoming episodes of this podcast. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. Extreme Rules. <clears throat> Excuse there. WWE Extreme Rules is next Saturday on pay-per-view. So let's get right into it. Of course, they call it a premium event on Peacock. It's a pay-per-view, people. It's a pay-per-view. So let me get right into it. We'll begin first with an extreme rules match for the SmackDown Women's title as Liv Morgan defends against Rowdy, Ronda Rousey. <clears throat> Excuse there. And I got to admit, after what happened last night, Liv Morgan is ready to go to the extreme. Did you see her with a baseball bat last night? I mean, she was about a couple inches from beheading Ronda Rousey. And what did Ronda do? She just walks away. I'm Ronda Rousey. I'm, I'm lethal without a baseball bat. This is an extreme rules match, Ronda. And if Liv Morgan came within inches of beheading you with a bat, what do you think she's going to do? It's something else. I'm telling you right now, Ronda Rousey <clears throat> has an attitude problem as far as I'm concerned. And I think that attitude problem is going to cost her. I say it's going to be three in a row. Liv Morgan will show you how extreme 
She can be by beating Ronda Rousey in Philadelphia. I'm calling it right now. It's going to be the three-peat. Liv Morgan defeat Ronda Rousey in an Extreme Rules match. Next up is a strap match. That's right. Otherwise known as an Indian strap match. But I don't think that strap is pure rawhide that the Indian strap match is. But nonetheless, it is a strap match as Drew, uh, Drew uh, McIntyre, excuse me, will take on Karrion Cross. It depends on how they use the strap. I mean, they are going to lay the leather on each other. I know that even though it's not an Indian strap, which is made of pure rawhide. Trust me, ask. Look at a Wahoo McDaniel match with the Indian strap, brother. But nonetheless, it's going to be coming down to who can use the strap more effectively, and I got to say that Drew McIntyre will pull out the win in the strap match at Extreme Rules, not to be confused <clears throat> with an Indian strap made of pure rawhide that Chief Wahoo McDaniel used in the past. Moving on now, we have a ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship as Bianca Belair takes on Bailey. Now, depending on whether Ian... Uh, uh, Dakota Kai and EO Sky show up in Philadelphia Saturday night. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Bianca Belair and Bailey do in a ladder match. They've already had the Hell in a Cell match a year and a half ago. I think that I'm smelling an upset. There's got to be some way, somehow, Bailey may pull this out. We may have a new Raw Women's Champion. Damage Incorporated has been on a roll as of late. I'm saying it right now. Bailey will be the new Raw Women's Champion in the ladder match at Extreme Rules. And finally, the main event of the evening, the Fight Pit match. That's right. Uh, Hell in a Cell with a uh, scaffolding on top. Riddle will take on Seth Rollins. I hope this ends the feud because, quite frankly... It's gotten, it's getting a little stale. We know Riddle don't like Rollins. Rollins does not like Riddle. They're, they want to fight each other. They're going into the pit, brother, the fight pit. They're going to knock each other out or make each other submit, whatever. I'm going with um, Riddle to pick up the win in the fight pit match at Extreme Rules. Now, that's the only four matches I know as of this recording. There should be more coming up, but... I uh, haven't heard anything yet, but those are the four matches <clears throat> for Extreme Rules coming up next Saturday night exclusively on Peacock. It's a premium event. It's a pay-per-view, people. It's a pay-per-view. Well, that's going to do it for the WWE for this week. Uh, we're we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll have some AEW opinion on the Jericho Appreciation Society and Soraya. More of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here. Coming up next Saturday, it's going to be a huge weekend. First, Saturday morning, it's from the at www.youtube.com slash paulskyvers. It's from the Mind of the Nitro. We all saw the AEW uh, all-out media scrum and the fallout from that. I'll tell you, if I was AEW president, how I would handle that situation. Then on Nitro Memories, 
We go back to September 1987. Hulk Hogan faces Killer Khan for the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight title. Macho Man Randy Savage and the Honky Tonk Man feuding over the Intercontinental title, which would lead to the formation of the Mega Powers. Plus, Ronnie Garvin becomes NWA World Heavyweight Champion. All that and more as we look back at September 1987 on the next edition of Nitro Memories, www.youtube.com slash Paul Stivers. And then on Sunday, first thing Sunday morning, it's the Nitro Classic. That's right, a, a favorite match or card or documentary coming up for the month of October. That will be released Sunday on my playlist at www.youtube.com slash Paul Skyers. And then on that Sunday as well, later in the afternoon, will be a special edition, a Sunday morning edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro as I look back at Extreme Rules. That's all coming up next weekend. Make sure you don't miss it. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyers here for Anchor.fm. Fall is here, and we're falling with excitement over Anchor.fm and all their great podcasts. But let me ask you, have you ever wanted to do a podcast? Well, this is your opportunity to do it. It's free. It's easy to set up. You can make money off of it, and it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. Fall into the excitement today with Anchor.fm. Welcome back, everyone, to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. Let's get into some AEW now. Let's talk about the Jericho Appreciation Society. Are they trying to be the bloodline? Apparently, they are because they are running out of ideas. Uh, you hear uh, Chris Jericho say, acknowledge the Jericho Appreciation Society. Really? You don't think Roman Reigns hears that? And looks at you like the clown that you are. Yeah, you better stop stealing my line. The bloodline will come and get you. Jericho Appreciation Society, you're not the bloodline. Stop stealing their lines. And oh, by the way, the ridiculous looking purple satin suits coming out there. I mean, come on, really? Oh, you can't have any of this New York pizza. You want to get <laughs> hung from a tree or something? By Philadelphians for saying stupid stuff like that? Really? Give me a break. Oh, Jericho Appreciation Society. I acknowledge the Jericho Appreciation Society. Won't you acknowledge the buffoonery that you pulled Wednesday night? Oh, I'm going to destroy Ring of Honor. Everyone, the commentators, even the ring announcer. You attack the ring announcer, Jericho. Oh, big, tough man. Tough. You have to attack a ring announcer? Give me a break, will you? You're not the bloodline. We're not acknowledging you. We just tolerate you. And that is it. Mm. Next up, let's talk about Wheeler Yuta. Is he trying to step up to MJF? Well, he's trying. We got to give him credit for that. He is trying. But you're going up against the number one heel in professional wrestling and one of the best talkers in professional sports right now, Maxwell Jacob Freeman. And I'm surprised the Philadelphians didn't go after MJF for his comments about the Philadelphia Phillies. They ain't making the playoffs this year. <laughs> 
Boy, that'll raise the ire in Philadelphia. You want to get extreme MTF? Why don't you try to take it on the Philadelphia crowd after making that comment? Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, Wheeler Yuta wants to fight him. I want to fight him now. Come on out here. You got to come up with something a little bit better than that. Now, I know you jumped MJ up from behind. Now, that's a good start. That's a good start, but verbally, you need to do some work, son. You need to do some work. MGF just slices and dices through all the competition verbally. I mean, it's going to take a while, but at least I'll give you credit for an effort. Excuse me. At least I'll give you credit for the effort. Keep on trying, and maybe you'll succeed. Who knows? Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. I don't know. But MJF is the cream of the crop. The number one heel in professional wrestling. The number one talker in professional sports right now. And finally, something that I get real excited about. I'm getting behind this 100%. Soraya. Or Soraya. Excuse me. I need to get that correct. That's Soraya. And she is leading a revolution. She even said it on television. I am leading a revolution. That gets me excited right there. Will it be bigger than the four horsewomen revolution? Yes. And I'll tell you exactly why. The women that she's got behind her are hungry. Tony Storm. This Her time is now. As the interim AEW Women's World's Champion. And look at um, Athena. She could be the next TBS champion if Jane Cargill will stop using outside interference to win her matches. And the other two, Willow Nightingale and Sky Blue, they got a bright future. And I'm liking this idea of a revolution. We need a revolution, something strong in AEW because we've already seen what we got in the WWE. We got Bianca Belair there. She's leading that revolution right now. In, on Raw, and you got Liv Morgan on SmackDown. Why not? Soraya, or uh, Soraya, excuse me, Soraya. You got to get that name right. It's Soraya. The revolution is here. I am behind it 110%. And I mean, going up against the likes of Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Jamie Hayter, uh, the Professor Serena Deeb, and all the other top rosters that. Remember, Thunder Rosa, if she has not left AEW yet, should be on the comeback, and she wants to face Soraya. I'm telling you this, this is a revolution I could get behind, and don't be too surprised. Like I said months ago, Mercedes Rule, that's right, Mercedes Rule, the former... The woman formerly known as Sasha Banks, oh, by the way, love the fact that you took the WWE off your Twitter account. That shows you that I'm not coming back, WWE. Triple H, get the word out. Get it in your head. I'm not coming back. Trinity Fatu, you can bet that she's going to probably be coming to AEW. I'm telling you, the revolution is here. I am behind it. 110%. This is going to be very, very interesting. I'm getting very, very excited over Soraya and the revolution, which reminds me I need to go buy her shirt. That's right. I'm going to buy that shirt. That's right. I'm behind that revolution. And, yes, it'll be bigger than the four-horsewoman revolution. That was, the, that was the fuse. This is the explosion right here with this revolution. And that is AEW for this week. 
We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, it's this week in wrestling history and a parting shot on upcoming episodes of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. More of this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Scars here for Anchor.fm. Fall is here, and we're falling with excitement over the great podcast here at Anchor.fm. But let me ask you, have you ever wanted to do a podcast? Perfect time to do it now. It's free, it's easy, and you can make money off of it, and it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. Fall into the excitement today at Anchor.fm. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Scars here. Welcome back to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Now it is time for This Week in Wrestling History. On September 28, 1986, at the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia, Ivan Koloff and Crusher Khrushchev won a tournament to become the first ever NWA United States Tag Team Champions. On September 27, 1986, in Houston, Texas, inside a steel cage, Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeated the General Skandor Akbar. And finally, September 28, 1977, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Billy Francis defeated Nick Bockwinkle by disqualification. However, Nick Bockwinkle retained the AWA World Heavyweight title. And that is this week in wrestling history. Now a quick parting shot. Next week, as I mentioned in one of my commercials, the next edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro will be on Sunday morning probably around 11.30, maybe 12 noon. And on that episode, not only will I look back at Extreme Rules, but in our cover story, I'll look at the top 10 of the PWI 500. Then in one of my previews after that, to preview the next episode, I found a pretty interesting piece of wrestling history that I just read. And I'm going to probably try to apply that to what is going on in a certain aspect in the world of professional wrestling. I'm going to leave it at that. It'll probably be on the preview after next week's episode of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. So there you have it. The next episode of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro will happen Sunday afternoon, maybe around uh, between 11.30 and 12 o'clock right here on Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. And with that, that ends this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. Until next time, which will be next Sunday afternoon, I am Paul DeNitro Scarves here saying so long, everybody.